Wow. Okay, man. So we here in Sarasota and this is what it is, huh, bro? Yeah, bro. I like this. So, man, kind of explain to us, like, what's this area, man? Like, where we at? So, bro, check it out, man. When I was a kid, and see a lot of people, man, they, they really don't understand where I came from. They see different things. I know this is a real nice community. Right. Like this house right here, Dr. Letchworth, he, he used to live here, right? Uh -huh. So when I was a kid, my mom used to clean his house. Wow. So, like the help. Like the help, right? Yeah, yeah the movie. So, so my mom used to clean his house right here, Dr. Lesworth. And then um, Mr. Bloom, a lot of you guys may have heard me talk about Mr. Bloom. Mr. Yeah. Bloom was like my first like real mentor, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. So that was a Jewish guy, right? Yeah, that was yeah. the Jewish guy. So when I'm a kid, I'm growing up, I'm living in the, like the, the somewhat like the hood, not quite UFC. Right. But so I'm getting the chance to see this as a little boy. Wow. But man, every week from the time I think I was like, I mean, every Saturday, ex from the time I was like eight until I graduated from high school, bro. Wow. So every Saturday, just about, unless I'm playing football right. or if I'm out of town, I'm, I'm working, cleaning, helping my mom um, do what mm. she do, but also working in the yard, Come on. doing different things like that. So I'm getting these things ingrained, bro. Right. But bro, people see me now right. and they thinking, oh man, he got it all. No, bro. They might yeah, see these million yeah. dollar homes, right? But bro, I didn't live in these but homes. But you was in here cleaning. I but was man, in here the awesome thing them. is, man, this is this is one thing where we can like give God glory again, yeah. like always, right? Yeah. Because He prepares us. Yes. He's grooming us, even when we're kids and we don't know it. We may go through things yeah. or whatever. Or we may be in situations, but because we exist in time, God exists in eternity. Yeah. He already sees what we're going to be later on, and He's preparing us, right? Yes. He knew that you were going to be a pastor. He knew that you were going to be in the military. All that stuff was to build you to the plan that God had for your life, right? Yeah. And even being with Mr. Bloom and learning all the stuff you learned from him right. about finances right. and stuff, and then be over Dr. here Let's cleaning work. and working hard every week, man, God was using that stuff because he knew where he was taking you, man, to be a pastor. Because pastor being a shepherd, is, <laughs> it could be grinding work. So, yeah. man, I'm glad you brought us here, man. I'm glad man, you brought us here to see this. And then later on, we're going to get the opportunity to do the whole interview and people get to know you a little bit better. Boom. Yeah, man, keep watching, bros, for real. Amen. Love, love. Yes, bro. Sarasota High School. Sarasota, man. Man, let me see if the name is out here, man. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, bro, bro, how do it feel to be back? Man, it's crazy, right? You know, just thinking about everything, bro. And this is a museum now. Now they have changed. This used to be back in 1920. This was the whole school. And what? now, but it's crazy, man, because this was just one of the buildings. It was called the old building. Mm -hmm. And now, bro, this is a museum. They bro, converted say 1926. It. Yes. Look at the architecture, bro. Yes, bro. This is amazing, man. I'm so glad, bro, you brought me here. Yeah. We're going to get a chance for everybody to hear your testimony. Man, man so I want you guys to stay tuned, man. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Pastor Willie has taken me to some different parts of the neighborhood. The one really upscale neighborhood where your mom used to be like uh, a work. maid or whatever, yep. work as a maid, she like did. on the movie The Help. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm floored, man. Like, it's this is just, it's phenomenal, man. I'm, I just can't wait to hear the testimony, man. So, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> hey, get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> hey, man, thank you guys. Keep watching, keep watching. We're building towards 
Pastor Willie's testimony. Love, love. Man, so this is it right here. So wait, 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 Come wait, on, wait. bro. Come on. So, I'll, hey, don't be trying to act like you that. <laughs> yeah. So you mean to tell me this yeah. is the Pop Warner field? Yep. Ring where he's Redskins, playing football. Baby. And man, did you get hit? Did you get? Oh stuck? man, I got, I got tongue. I got, <laughs> bro, all the people like the Nate Clark, the Bill Gore, the Charlie Boy, Emmanuel, the George Johnson, the Lad Kennedy, yeah. all that, bro, the Chico Nelson, Carlos, all, bro, some of them guys, bro, we got pro athletes now that went to the NFL, went to college, college, right. that came from these fields, from bro. From this field, that's what you used to do. My it. first touchdown ever, I ran on this field right here, bro. <laughs> My first, you mean passing college used to be like, <laughs> And I remember that's right. that's the sad right. thing that's I have right. to say is I broke two two tackles. All I could have had two touchdowns, uh, but Manny Camacho ran me down. Manny got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. And so this is another stop here in your city, man. I'm loving what I'm doing with you, man. This yeah, is cool. Yeah. Man, the nostalgia that you got, I yeah. love to see it, man. You lit up, bro. Yeah. So man, look, we got some more stops to make and then we gonna go ahead and sit down with this interview. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Thanks, bro. Man, this is good stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is tight. Wrigley Redskins, right. baby. Yeah, now. So, brother, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is so. This is yeah, this is, bro. This the first three this years the first of life, right here. This is where it all life, This man. is where it started. This is where the first three years of Hold my up, life, man. Y'all gotta get a picture of this because brother God has blessed you. <laughs> now I'm just saying, man. But man, yeah. humble beginnings, man. Yes. Humble yes, beginnings, yes, man. It, it yes. is so awesome to be able to see this, man, on this journey that we're taking, man, going through the different, you know, uh, the steps of life for yeah, you, man. And yeah. then eventually, ultimately getting to the whole interview, talking about, you know, your testimony. Yeah. And, man, just to be able to come here, bro, and see this, this is like, wow, man. Wow. God yeah. has blessed you, man. Yeah, man. This He's is blessed this you. is uh, 1850 23rd Street. Yeah. Uh, Sarasota, Florida. Wow. Yeah, man, this is a part of the foundation. Man, don't it do something to you, man? It does, man. It's, it's like, inspiring, wow. man, because it really, mm. hopefully throughout this journey, someone is encouraged to understand yeah. despise not small beginnings. No matter where you are, where you came from, God has a plan for your life. He's good, man. So I've been around the world, man, He's and good, bro. He brought me right back here. So. Wow. Let's get this thing bro, going. We, I, I mean, I've been knowing you all these years, man. And just, I don't know, we rode up this street. I didn't know where we were going. Right. And then you was like, man, this is, I was born. Like, this yeah. is where I live. First few years of my life. They brought me from the hospital. I was like, This wow. is where I came to. Bro, just getting to know more about you, man. I love it, man. This is what relationship is about, man. I love you, man. Love you too, bro. <laughs> hey, what's up, folks? Man, Yo, here we are right now. Uh, I got to keep my mask on. I'm just saying that. Because I never get a chance to wear it. <laughs> 
No, but we're actually here at, as you can see, uh, Fat Heads Barbershop, where Mookie Buchanan is the uh, owner. He's a small business owner, and we're gonna get this opportunity to go in and do an interview with him just to see how is he surviving uh, in this COVID-19 environment. Uh, it, it, it's good to see that he's been around for some years, right? He has been. And, and no matter what's going on, this guy is still thriving, his barbershop here. So we're gonna get the opportunity to go and talk to him. What you got, Pastor? Man, hey, once again, this has been our Sarasota episode. Sarasota. Bros for real, Sarasota, Florida. Man, I'm loving this thing I might right get here. me a cut. <laughs> I just might get a cut. Even if they just cut the back, like this part right here, I might get Mook to do this, because I heard he real good. Matter of fact, he just had Master P up in here or something a like few that, right? Ago. He was He was had Master P cut Master P here. So I'm gonna say, man, give me what you gave Master P. I don't know if y'all know Master P, but Master P, I might give me him. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, again, you know, hey, what's going on, you guys? This is Bros for real. Y'all know that we have been killing this Sarasota segment. I'm so happy to have my brother in my hometown. And if y'all noticing right now, I'm about to get this fresh cut. So we here right now with my boy uh, Mookie Buchanan, man. He has a nice barbershop called uh, Fat Heads. And so I'm in the chair next. So he's going he gonna to hook me up right back here in the back. Get this all tightened up real quick. But, but no, nah, just kidding. Y'all know how I do. <laughs> man, God is good. Go oh, man. So, again, we know Pastor Trey ain't getting no fade today. He already faded up, but it's all good. I don't know. Hey, we never know. With fat heads, boy, you might be able to do a miracle with, with uh, Pastor Trey up in this joint. Because Mookie this. is truly a miracle worker. So, but anyway, I'm here with one of my hometown friends. As you guys know that um, I've been out these past few years I left Sarasota back in uh, 1990 and joined the military but one of the great things we've talked about over the years is relationship and we've been able to keep the relationships going some relationships come and go but Mookie has been a friend of mine since we were out playing Ringling Redskins he used to cut my hair back in the day but I want to give you guys an opportunity to see and talk to who Mookie is. As you see, he's already hard at work right there, right now. What's up, Mookie? What's up, Will? How you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for uh, <laughs> allowing us to come in, man. I hope you don't mind being in the camera. That cut is pretty fly right there. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't even tell him. He asked me the first time, what do I do? I said, don't ask me, man. <laughs> and he did it. So, Mookie, man, first of all, I know we've been friends for quite a long time, and um, it's something, man. I remember when you used to cut hair at your mom's house back in the day, and now here you are, a business owner, an entrepreneur, a father, a husband. You know, I can go on and on and on. But what got you into cutting hair? Man, really? <laughs> the truth about it. Yeah, the, the truth about it. Come on, tell us the truth about it. When me and my brother was growing up, man, uh, our dad used to cut our hair. Mm -hmm. So he gave me this one particular haircut. I think I was in maybe eighth grade. Yeah. And, bro, <laughs> <laughs> when he finished it, I looked in the mirror. I said, just cut all my hair. <laughs> now, think about it. Who wants to go to school as an eighth grader? That's right. With a bald head. That's right, right, right. right. I had to do it because right. I couldn't wear that haircut. So from then on, I said, you know what, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna learn how to cut hair. But I never really, you know, took to it. I used to go to Calbo right. and get my haircut. Right. So 
I had a job one su that summer at the dog track. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there waiting to get a haircut. Cabo had so many people to I had to come back. Right. So I asked him, I said, dang, Cabo, I said, man, I say, um, how you get all these customers? Like, hey, you know, I'm good. Right. I said, you think you can teach me how to cut hair? Right. Cabo told me, he say, I, I can't teach you, but come and watch. Oh, man. Wow. He told me to come and watch. So what I did, when I came back from the dog track on my lunch break, I ain't go back to the dog track. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You had <laughs> you had a job. I had a job. But you had enough vision to say, you know what? I can learn how to do that. And I, if he's good, I can be good. I felt like I could learn how to do it. So I sat there, man, for probably three weekends and watched him cut hair. Until finally one weekend I'm sitting there and one of my classmates from school come to get a haircut. And, and like I had been cutting my little brother hair, right. you know, practicing. Right. So Kelbo tell him, he like, Mr. Kelbo, I can't wait that long. Um, he say, well, he know how to cut hair. I'm like, oh man, scared. <laughs> here we go, here we go. He like, man, take him to your, take him to your house and cut his hair. I took him to, to my house, cut his hair. Wow. And he was my first customer. He's still one of my customers today. Come on, man. How He's long still, ago was that? That was 30, 30 something years ago. Jesus. I say that. Yeah, yeah. I said, because I was, I was 14. So right. 30 something years ago, man. Wow. That's good stuff. And That's good stuff. I, I started from there, and you know, growing up, I. I just got, I got better, wow. got better, you know. But I also, I ended up going to college too, cause I play, you know, I play football. Yes, of course. And, and Redskins. I, yeah, mm -hmm. Ring Redskins. Oh, I, and, show, oh I, put, I put Ring Redskins out there. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ended up playing football in high school. So instead of just going to get barber's license, when I graduated, I wanted to go to college too. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up going to college and um, studying for education. Right. Realized I didn't really want to be a teacher. Right. You know. So I came home and just played around for a little bit. Then I decided to go to barber school, get my barber's license. Right. So I've been um I've been here at this location for twelve years. Right. Be, you know. It's a nice location too. Yeah. This, man. I mean, this, but see, this, it ain't always been nice. Go, go ahead. It ain't. It ain't always. <laughs> it ain't. It, I won't say it ain't always been nice. It hasn't always looked like this. Right, right, and right. There was it was a lot going on. Man, like, street, yeah, baby. this street here, man. Back in the days, you out here right now today, uh -huh. it would be full of people, yes. all up and down. Yes. Wow. Right now, wow. this time of day, yes. wow. full, of full of people. Yeah. Wow. Don't despise small beginnings. Yeah. So with that being said, right, and I'm um get past the train here, but. Why did you choose this particular location? Because like we said, back in the day, this was 27th Street and 27th Street had a bad name. Although a lot of people hung out here, a lot was going on. But then it wasn't until they changed it to Martin Luther King. But again, you know, I've been gone for over 30 years. But why did you choose this particular location? Well, man, okay, like I say, after I got my license, when I started, I was over town mm -hmm. at the right touch with Rhonda. Mm -hmm. And she had been in business for maybe 10, 10 or so years, and she wanted to close her shop down. Right. So 
she wanted me to take over that shop. But I told her, I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to go back to my community. Come on, Come on. You know, I said, I'm going to go back because most of my customers are here. Then you have the low income housing on the back road. It's a lot of kids back there. Right. Every parent can't drop their kid off to the barbershop. That's right. Every parent don't have a car. Right. So a lot of the kids have to walk here, you know, and I felt like me being here, I provide a, a safe, safe haven for the kids can come in here, get their haircuts, you know, and don't have to really worry about nothing. That's good stuff, and, man. And I get a lot, a lot of the people from the community, you know, stop in. I tell them not to drop them off, but. <laughs> yeah, that's just like dropping them off at grandma, man. Yeah, it, it is Mookie, what it is. Mookie's babysitting service. Yeah, it is, it is what it is, man. You know. So, man. Because I know, like, growing up, we used to walk up here to Mr. Bud Barbershop. That's right. Yeah. Which was two doors down. Mm -hmm. So, it's like the same thing for me. That's good stuff, man. It's always good to get back. So, right now, in the midst of this whole pandemic, you know, the COVID-19 environment, can you tell the people, man, like, what is it that you're doing that's keeping you thriving? You know, because there's so many other small businesses that are going under or whatever else. Is it because of your relationship with the community or what is it? Well, it's that too, but people want to look good. Yeah, okay. And they want to they get haircuts. I mean, my clientele, I have a broad clientele, yes. you know. So for everyone that don't come, it's someone else that's going to come. Yeah, I was going to ask you anyway if I can get the Master P. That you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. Can I can I get the master fee? You know, I don't know if you can do that from what, what I got working with. You know, <laughs> the master fee, huh? Yeah, it's good to see that you um that you still man you open and I like what you said, man. That people still in the midst of uh what seems to be a bad situation, man. People still want to look good. Right. You know, they, they still want to have some feeling of normalcy if, if there's, you know, such a thing. Right. right. So man, I think I think this is a good thing. I'm so glad that we came by here, man, especially to see the shop, see how because I mean, it's set up good. I don't know if you can pan and just show the inside of his shop, man. But I, I love the idea with how the uh, the two chest thing is going on. I would have never thought. So this really takes vision to do this. You know? Oh, yeah. It definitely takes some vision because. Even where how things were before, you changed it up. Because I remember how it was before, then all of a sudden, you shut it down for a few weeks, and then I see all these new grand pictures. You really invested back again into the community. Why'd you change it up? And why was this theme, how, how, how this, this theme and this vision came to Yeah, because this right here, well, hot. I like that. Well, I ain't never seen that. I don't know if you can tell, not red, my favorite color. Yeah, <laughs> I like red. But um, no, I had been planning on um, doing a remodel, but I would have had to close down anyway to do that. But when COVID came, they had us, we had to close down for three months. So I just took my time and I came in here. I did most of the, the demolition. Me and the guys that were working here, they kind of helped me a little bit. Um, and. I ordered my stuff, you know, I, I kind of pieced it together in my mind. Right. I didn't draw it on paper, right. okay. but right. I just, I had a vision and it all, in the end it all came together. Wow. But like I say, it, it took me a lot of hard work, man. It was, I was in here nights, man, sometimes I'd get home one, two o'clock. Mm -hmm. wow. And my wife was like, you still in there? I said, yeah, right. yeah. So 
I like what you said though, because I would like for a lot of young people, I'm a teacher at a school, so high school. And so when I see sometimes when it comes to young people today, man, is the, the hard work part, right? I want to get stuff right now. You know, we live in like a right now generation. We can get information right now, you know, all that. And so the young people need to hear that, man. If you got a vision, that's cool. But you got to be willing to work. You got to be willing to work. And you said being here two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Whatever, working the vision. Oh, I put it in the elbow grease. <laughs> <laughs> I put it in, man. But but that's me, too, because, you know, if I'm kind of uh, of a perfectionist kind of. Yes. And that comes in with my haircuts, you know. So if I'm if I if I hire somebody to do something and I'm looking at it and it ain't right, they probably get tired of me. Go, hey man, ain't that a little right. this? You know, mm. everything ain't perfect, but as perfect as it can be. Yeah, come on know? now, that keep people coming back. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good stuff, man. So man, I want to, um, cause I didn't want to take a whole lot of your time, but I want to ask you a question, and um, answer however way you want to answer it. Where is your faith? What, what, what is your, your, your faith? Is it in Jesus? Is it in someone else? Or where, where is your faith? What in Jesus, you? bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, without him, there is no me. Come on, bro. Come on. Yeah, not, none, of this, none of this is possible. Come on. Say it again. None please. of this. Without please. him, bro. None of this. So because of that, right, has that helped you and the challenging times. Cause I mean, come on, man, Sarasota, man, we've all had some challenging times. Yeah. But you was able to, as I said before, you was able to persevere in the midst of things, friends dying, um, family members getting sick and dying, or people going to jail, different things like that. But man, you still made it. How were you able to tap into your faith to keep you to move forward in everything that you're doing. Cause like I said, you're a husband, you're a father, you're an entrepreneur, and obviously a man of faith. Man, I just, I believe, bro. I know I, I believe. And I feel like as long as you believe, he'll help you. That's right. And he's gonna look out for you. Oh, that's the truth. That's, that's the, the truth. I mean, man. I can't say I go to church every Sunday. But you are the church though. Huh? See, that's, that's, see, <laughs> yeah. that's, see, and I'm glad you brought that up. But, a lot of people got this 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 mysterious thing. Oh, the church is in the four walls. Well, it's been proven in the midst of what, what's going on even right now, even right, right, right now. Right. The Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. So because of that, we the church is coming together, not in a building. There's nothing wrong with people, the church coming together in a building. But don't limit your relationship with Christ to a building. Man, that's actually why we traveling, man, because we were in the building and we both kept having the tug like, man, it got to be more than this. Right. right. Just doing a Sunday or Wednesday or whatever, because there's a lot of people out there that's hurting and the church needs to get outside the four walls, man, and go to where the people are because God sent the disciples out. He didn't tell the disciples to wait for the people to come to them. Right. And so, man, just like you in the community, man, we seeking to be in the community, brother. You know what I'm saying? That's what y'all talked a lot. Not yet. Not yet. That's the man. <laughs> That's my man, that boy. Yeah, I haven't Pastor gotten Lump. around there yet, but um, I've been talking to him on the phone, but oh, I haven't okay. gotten around yeah. there to talk to actually see him since we've been here. Yeah, so man, I appreciate you letting us come through, man. Yeah, yeah man, no I problem, appreciate man. that. No Why fat heads? You... Oh yeah, that's huh? a good question. Fat, <laughs> not fat as in fat, but fat like Pretty fly. Oh, yeah. Okay, fly. P H A T. Pretty hot and tempting. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. okay. 
Yeah. Ball fake. Yeah. Yeah, man. So that's. Hey, Will, do you use the I did. I still do. You still do? Yeah, but see, I ain't do it like you. <laughs> Hold on. <I'm> <laughs> yeah. So as you see, even in the midst of of our yeah. our conversation in our interview, <laughs> hey, Mookie is a busy man. But see, he still found the time to cut hair in the community, to take time to give back and talk to us and to talk to you all today. So, man, Pastor Trey, have you enjoyed yourself so far? I have, bro? man, because, you know, Sarasota has really allowed us to do exactly what God has called us to do. And just to meet somebody like Mookie, man, that's, you know, in the community, just like when we talked with Keisha right. Uh, Matthews, right? Mm -hmm. Talk to her. And these are people in the community doing great things, man. Um, and you, too, if you're watching, it doesn't take a lot to just step out on faith. Just step out into the gift or the talent that God has given you and allow God to, you know, to guide you. And you, too, can impact the community. Because, again, it's all about being neighborly, right? Yeah. Being neighborly. We got to right. be neighborly, right? That's right. And that's how people begin to build trust. Because even right now, and I don't know if Mookie knows this or not, but because of the relationship he's building here in his shop, now because of that relationship, he'll have young people that trust him. That's right. And they might come and say, hey, I need to just talk to you real quick. Right. I'm about to make this dumb decision. You right. know what I'm saying? But I know because he's been kind, man, cutting our hair, he's in the community, I can trust him. And now he has an opportunity to sow into their life. So, man, again, this is an episode of Bros For Real. And we're just glad that you guys continue to watch. Man, if you're in this area, um, you know the address and stuff, right? Yeah. Hey, Mookie, tell them how that they can get in contact with you if they're ever in Sarasota or if they just want anywhere in the United States or abroad and they just want to come and get a, a fat head's haircut. A fat cut. Fat cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, my uh, physical address is 1818 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Way, Sarasota, Florida, 34234. You can also book appointments on booksy.com at Fatheads Barbershop. That's Sarasota, Florida, on Booksy.com. Come Thanks on. Thanks again, man. We appreciate everything that you're doing. Yeah, man. And, Much uh, love. Keep Much up love. the good work, bro. All right, man. You guys, thank you guys, man. All appreciate right, y'all coming through. Thanks, Boo. We appreciate right, you, bro. Man. Thank you, bro. Good to meet you. Yep. God bless you, man. Hey, this is another episode of Bros for Real. Hey, man, y'all stay safe out there. If you're out in the streets, wear your mask and love, love. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> just started out. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. but look, guys, we're back. It has been amazing being here in Sarasota, where we are, and uh, we've been building up to this point. I'm so excited uh, because I'm I'm here in the hometown of my brother, Pastor Willie, and <laughs> this is this has been amazing. But we're gonna we're gonna just sit and just talk to you, bro. Yeah, that's just cool. talk to you, and just you know, bros, for real. Just go ahead and just. Really just answer my questions, man, so the people can get to know who you are. I think uh, testimonies are good. Yeah. They're good. People can see where we come from, you know, build that relationship, build an understanding why people kind of act the way they do. Okay. You know, uh, what brings that joy? What brings that that big praise? Right. Because right. we all have a story. So right. I kind of just want to start out by just asking you, man, um, after all the places you showed me. All throughout Sarasota, we've been all throughout Sarasota, man, Tampa, all that, and um, show me some of your hot spots, you know, right, right. your high school, all that different stuff. Now, what what has it done for you to be back here after almost thirty years, man? Um, it, <laughs> it has brought back a lot of memories, bro. I know, man. I know. Um, 
it, it just makes me appreciate even the more um, God is good, right? Yeah, bro. I know. Because sometimes it takes, um, you know, I know we always say don't look back, you know, the whole thing, uh, review mirror is smaller than the window and all that, you know, all that little corny stuff that we say, right? right? right, right, right. But no, man, it, it, it's just pretty amazing, bro. When I think about truly Sarasota, it's my foundation, Yeah. you know? Yeah, my foundation is in Christ. I get it yep. or whatever. Yep. But um, oftentimes when we get to a place in life, man, we, we, we almost try to get high and mighty, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to be reminded like, Joker, wait a minute. Reminded. Because, <laughs> bro, I ain't trying to be funny. But I wasn't expecting it. Now, we had a minute with you, my brother. <laughs> Right. I wasn't expecting this because <laughs> right. I met you, man, um, in Okinawa, 2009. You were already chief in the Navy, right. had traveled the world, right. uh, been out to sea on the ship, served with the Marine Corps, had a family. Right. You know, your life was so different than when all the stuff you showed me. What? And right now, <laughs> I, I know you don't want me to say this, but right now, guys, it, it seems as if we're in like a room, like inside the house. But this is actually the carport. Like right, right. this was a car. <laughs> this was a carport, right? And it was turned into right. Right, man. And, and I'm just I make jokes to him about it, man, because we all I had super modest beginnings, right. and to be here, man, and right. just to to walk through the space, and this is the actual house where Pastor yeah. Willie grew up. Yeah, grew up. And I'm telling you, man, it's it's really small. Mm -hmm. You took me into the bedroom. And I could almost put my, stretch my arms out. And I know I'm a tall guy and everything, but that's, you know, <laughs> I, stretch, <laughs> I stretch my arms out and I can almost touch every wall. Right, right, right. So, man, how you feeling? What's going through your mind? My mom. Your mom, man. Man, my mom made so many sacrifices, man. Um, I've really been thinking about her a lot since I've been here. But just thinking about all the sacrifices that she made, you know, like we talked about. Um, working for the Blooms and mm -hmm. the Blazers and the Letsworths and stuff like that. And my mom giving me that uh, that exposure, you know, right. we we went, you know, we... Don't rush through that. Okay, So, so okay. your mom and you brought, brought Mr. Bloom because you took right. us to a place right. and we kind of like got some captions of it, but uh, your mom was yeah. like a maid and she was yeah, cleaning mom, houses she was, and stuff. She was, she was. Like the I movie mean, The Help. Remember right. I told you that she when we were in the car. There. She just didn't live there. But yeah, my mom cleaned a lot Multiple of houses. houses. Multiple houses. Every day. Yep. And you actually would go to these homes. And you showed me some. Yeah. They're nice, Yeah, right? these are like some million dollar homes. So that movie yeah, that's, is that's, like real. That's you, legit, bro. When you saw the movie, you was yeah. like, that. Yeah, my mom did yeah, that. Yeah, that's legit. Wow. Yeah, man, I see my mom wash other people's clothes, um, make other folks' beds in these million-dollar homes or whatever, and then for us to come back to this. I mean, not saying that it's bad. I mean, this this is fine, but my mom made a lot of sacrifice because um, I've shared with people before, we weren't, like, the middle class. We weren't, like, poor, but, you know, we had the food stamps. We had, you know, the government cheese. You don't know about yeah. the government man, cheese. Man, the block? The, the, the block, Waiting right, in that line? Right. The water. Brother, that was the best cheese. Thank y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like even the water, the milk, the powdered milk, and we had all those things. But man, my mom, she she made a lot of sacrifice, man, yeah. to make sure that I was exposed to other mm -hmm. things. So 
like you asked me, what what am I feeling? I'm feeling a sense of I'm grateful, right? Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on Jesus, right? Man, I'm so grateful, man. And then to be able to see some of my friends, you know, like we did the interview with Keisha, we yeah. did the interview with, with with Mookie, but there's so many other people that I could have sat down and done an interview with yeah. to show um, there's some great things, you know. I played football with the Nate, with the Nate Clarks and and the Cedric Saunders. You know, Cedric Saunders went to the NFL, but now he's he's on staff at the NFL. I think he um, with the Detroit Lions, mm -hmm. you know. And I took took you guys by the football field, man. The yeah, Ringling Redskins, yeah, you know, yeah. like the Larry Kennedys, the Bill Gore, you know. I can go on and on and on, All man. Right. But those are people who helped be a me a, be a part of my life. But we're here in Newtown and States, right? Let me go back to that, right? So Newtown and States, man, back then uh -huh. when we first moved here, it was a big deal to live in a, like a, a, a organized community outside the projects. Right, right, right. Because, bro, we, my first couple of years of life, we were in the projects. We went there. Yes. You showed us that, yeah. Yes, yeah. and you're talking about, man, our whole house was probably almost a little bit bigger than this, this carport. Right. But man, but again, my mom making a sacrifice, being a single mother, you know, taking care of all of us. And I seen that, man. But one of the greatest things, man, I love about my mother, she, you know, she she tore me up for all those. Like, I, I need to show y'all when this interview is over, yeah. there's a door on the other seat with that thing right there. Uh -huh. There used to be a door to go inside the house. My mom, man, she used to put me behind that door. When I acted the fool, she put me behind that door. She held you accountable. She held me accountable. It wasn't like, no, no getting over, right? No, because like I told you not to go anywhere. Right. She like leave, and I know sometimes right. she probably go around the corner and come back. Yeah. But then I'm out there planning. The Didn't I tell you? She oh. disciplined you because she, she loved you. She did. Man. She did. Man. So yeah, man. It's a lot of emotions going on right now in my head, man. Just, wow. just uh. The, the sacrifice, man, I keep going back to the sacrifice that my mother made, man, because I know it couldn't have been easy, yeah. you know, me growing up without my father. Um, like I shared with you, we went by my dad's old house, but my father was killed when I was three, you know? I don't think a lot of people know that. Right. Can so, you kind of expound on that? So. You were three. I was three years old, man, when my father was murdered. <laughs> So when people tell me, oh, you can't make it without your dad. Yeah, you need that male role model. You need that mentor. You need someone like that. But man, you can make it. Yeah. You can make it with Christ. And that's the great thing, man, that my mom did in the midst of everything going on. She made sure that I got to know the Lord. Right. right. So yeah, man, I long for my dad, man. Right. Right. Knowing that I could never see my father again. So I had to make it, bro. I had to make a decision. Am I going to be... Uh, statistic because my father wasn't there no bro I made a decision at an early age now I had to fight through some things yep, I, know, man. I had to fight through the girls because you know you know you joke on me about 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 the dome but I that's a lot of people don't know I've been joked all my life about my head <laughs> <laughs> not you yeah <laughs> me right but see, that's the thing. But yeah. when I realized the Bible says greatness is in me, he said greater is in me than he who's in the world. So I had to get to a place like, all right, fine. Right. But then, like I said, trying to trying to fight off some of the challenges, bro. What was the what would you think if you could think about it? What was the one time that it was really hard for you 
where because your dad wasn't there because I you, you know when we talk about my yeah, father and yeah. I have a great relationship with my dad now which is so awesome but this is about you what was that a time you could remember when it was like man I wish my dad was here because I remember I had them times a lot is when there I, any specific time yes yes absolutely I asked my mom was I adopted because <laughs> I didn't look like none of my siblings bro mm. so my father didn't father any of my siblings. Yeah. I got Denise, which you met Denise, Mardell, you know. Awesome. You know, awesome. um, I got Beverly, mm -hmm. got Stephanie, yeah. and I got Billy. You know, my brother, that his picture is on the wall. And then, of course, my brother from my father's side, which is Terry. But I didn't grow up with Terry. I didn't meet Terry until I was 17. So now I'm growing up, like you said, what was that pivotal moment? I asked my mom, am I adopted? Because I don't look like none of them. Right. We got these bright lights because I'm like, I'm dark and they're light skinned. <laughs> right. Like, what? <laughs> Something ain't right here. Something ain't right. And yeah. then my, my mom laughed, my siblings, they laughed, like, ha, ha, ha. But then as I've grown older, of course, you saw pictures of my dad. I look just like him. Yeah. But man, that was a challenge. Right. So I'm fighting all those you different. Didn't get to know him. I didn't, man. And then, you know, my, my father's side of the family, they were there. Mm -hmm. My mom never tried to tell me not to be there for them, right. but I really didn't know them. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like this urge because I wasn't mature enough to say, man, let me get to know my family so I can get to know about my dad. Right. Right. I'm just trying to decipher through life, bro. Yeah. Wow, man. That's that right, brother. <laughs> I mean, it, and it's funny, man, because even knowing you all this time, bro, it's like we've been brothers since we was kids or something. Right. Um, and, and there's a lot that I didn't know when it came to, like, about your dad. Right. I knew your dad had passed and stuff when you were a kid and all that stuff. But, man, I know that had to be difficult because I grew up without my father. Mm -hmm. But I, I really want to go back, man, um, to your mom. Okay. Right? Because all day you kept saying, man, I wish my mom was here. So what happened with your mom? Well... My mom, man, my mom was a uh, beautiful, beautiful lady, man. But she didn't play, she didn't play the radio, right? So about 19 years now, a little over 19 years ago, my mom passed away. Um, she found out that she had cancer. She had ovarian cancer. Um, she had jaundice. All these various different things happen all at once. But my mom, she didn't go to the doctor. So I want to say this to the ladies real quick. Get your checkups, you know, do your mammograms, do all your pap smears and different things like that. So my mom, she wouldn't do those things. Right. So by the time she found out that she had cancer. Right. Two weeks later, my mom was gone. So, because you know, right now in our country, healthcare is like off the charts. Mm -hmm. So I got to ask you, was it because your mom, because of the healthcare costs, she didn't have healthcare insurance or was just religious? No, my, was no my mom, she just was afraid to go to the doctor. That's okay. It. Yeah, because like I say, man, she worked at those different places, but my mom, anything she wanted, boy, she made it happen. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Man, you light up when you talk about your mom. <laughs> and I mean, you every yeah. time you talk about your mom, yes. even like if we, yes. we can be just, you know, riding the car, you know, uh, back in San Antonio or something, right. you talk about your mom, man, your eyes just go to this other place, you mm -hmm. know, and you always talk about how great your mom is. Do you remember vividly um, your mom's passing? Were you there? Yeah, I wasn't there when she passed away. All right, so let me kind of say that at the time I was stationed on the John F. Kennedy, right? I was so you was out to sea. 
No, I wasn't out to sea. The, 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 sea, the ship was in port right. um, in Jacksonville in Mayport, Florida. And I had come down here initially when we found out my mom had cancer, came to the hospital and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And uh, she was at the hospital. But at that time in my life, I was like, um, if I could say it like this, I felt like I had, I was like super safe. I had like the, 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 the faith, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you know, the Bible says, by his, by his stripes, we are healed. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm, I remember, man, being in the hospital, man, I had anointed a bottle of olive oil. Yeah. I'm rubbing yeah. my mom down with that olive oil, praying, Lord, in the name of Jesus. My, my mom was like, well, baby, you know, I'm like, no, ma, you, you're going to get up out of here. You're going to see my kids. She was like, no, nah, baby, I'm not. I was like, all right, ma, don't even say that. You know, you're going to be fine. And I remember going back to Jacksonville because um, me and my, si my siblings, we were taking turns coming to be here for my mom and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And um, my sister Stephanie was here mm -hmm. and... I went back to Jacksonville and I was supposed to come back that following week. Mm. And I remember my um, uh, doctor on the, on the ship, my department head, um, Commander Barker, uh -huh. which he knew based on what I told him, how severe it was. And he was like, hey, um, Pastor Collins, you need to go home and be with your mom. Mm. I was like, oh no, sir, I'm, I'm going down next week. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll be there with her next week. Yeah. And I remember, man, um, I wanna say it was March, I want to say it was March 17th, uh -huh. 2001. I got the phone call on the ship. I was on duty. It was on a Saturday. And I got the phone call, man. Um, and I remember my wife calling me. My wife said, um, your mom died. <laughs> mm. 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 And bro, that was hard mm -hmm. for me. Yeah, yeah. So, cause I felt like, Dad, I could have took that time. Sorry, right, bro. That's good, man. Who's mm. good, bro? Mm. I felt like um, it's gonna help somebody, man. I felt like I could have took that time, man, to um, come home and be there for my mom, man. And uh, so that's why I'm like really <laughs> trying to make sure I capture stuff now. Yep, you did it for me. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. That's the happy note. Look yeah. at this. I remember, <laughs> man, when you and I went to uh, Canton, Ohio, where I'm from. Yep. And, um, you were very adamant, man, um, about me getting a video right. with my grandma. Yes. At that time, she was 90, maybe 92 years old, right. and she, living by herself and everything or whatever, and she seemed really super healthy. And two years later, my grandmother passed. Right. And I grew up with my grandma, and you said, man, capture it. Yep. I'm like, man, why is he so adamant yep. Yep. You know, about me getting this? You know, <laughs> Come on, Willie, calm down, man. We gonna, we, I come back and see my grandma. He was like, no, bro, let me get this video. Yep. But see, that's what I'm saying about relationship, bro. Yep. Once we, and, and this is like the way, the society we're living in right now, and I love our bishop, our pastor, right. how he's always talking about relationship. Right. And today, people don't want to be in relationship. Why well, get to understand yep. why you react the way right. you do? Right. Why this brother is, is you run so hard when you right. do what you do, you know? Um, why you're so, you know, committed to relationships, right. you know? Like you, I know, brother, nobody can ever tell me, you, you serious about me. 
nobody could ever change my mind about that, you know. And uh, we have so much in common, man, because, our, you know, the situation growing up in a single parent home. Yeah, yeah. But, man, I, it, brother, it's, it's, it's amazing how you've held up living your life without a father, yeah. without your father, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing that he passed. And then your mom, because you were young yeah, in the military yeah, yeah. when your mom yeah. passed. Um, had been in the Navy actually about 11 years. So I was 28 when my mom passed. Bro, you got a strength in you, man. Man. You got a strength, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, because, mm. you know, trying to raise, you know, me and my wife, you know, of course, 22 years, me and Simone. Yeah. Been married and then having our children, Beyonce. So what'd now. you tell the kids about your mom? Because they never met your mom. Right. Right. So how do you how did you share how did you and Simone share that oh, man. with them? Um, we showed them pictures. Mm -hmm. uh, like what I say, they're yeah. like, man, I wish I could have known grandma or mm -hmm. stuff like that. And, and I'm saying it. And then Gabrielle, she may do certain things mm -hmm. that that reminds me of my mom, <laughs> man. Or then Beyonce might do something yeah. or say something. And, you know, so it, it really it keeps the things going. And I, of course, I have a picture up at the house, man. But my mom was my best friend, man, before I met Simone. My mom, my mom was my best friend before I met Simone, man. <laughs> Boy, you light up, man. I'm telling you, man. So, yeah, man. And it's crazy, bro, because my mom told me I was going to marry Simone. I didn't know it, bro. My mom wow. was like, cause, but see, here's the awesome thing, man. She said, I like how you are as a result of her. So you, you just that's my next question I was going to ask. So let me turn this corner real quick, man. Um, Simone. OK, Ooh. dude. That's my sister, man. Simone is so I always tell you, man, how Simone is so quiet, but she got such a, a strength about her, man. Right. So so and I don't, don't get all emotional, man. I know that's your boo. That's bro, my so, baby, so, so, man, Simone, bro. What you, what would you, why Simone, man? This this is bro talk, bro. <laughs> that boy <is> speechless. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. Oh man, I I prayed for her, bro. Come on, man. Yeah. I asked God, man, mm. for a woman who loves God Come on. more than she loved me. He that finds a wife, bro. You right? <laughs> Come on, man. He who finds a wife finds Come on. a good thing. And, and come on, brother, and obtain a favor from, from the, the Lord. Lord. Come on, that's good stuff. That's so, bro, good stuff. And, it, and it's like she's everything that I ever asked God uh -huh. for, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and I was out there, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not ashamed to talk about that. Come on. Um, because like I told you, man, I was dealing with different challenges and stuff, man. Uh huh. But man, God brought Simone into my life, bro. Yeah. And I didn't I almost messed it up, though, right. bro. Yeah, almost missed. Come on, out. Can, we, can we get that? Can we get oh, that piece? Can man. we get a little bit of piece of that? Little just, piece? Just, just, just a little <laughs> bit, man. Man, when me and Simone we were dating, bro, in the beginning, uh -huh. I met Simone in January 1995, bro, and had just gotten out of a a rough relationship, man, and I was I was hurting, so I had my guard up. Mm -hmm. But then I met, I saw Simone, man, fine red bone. Go. Boy. Go. <laughs> In Tacoma Park, Maryland. I was like, man, this girl, she had her jacket open. It was cold, her hair off. I was like, yo, because I, I was always taught, man, don't be no pickup lines for no girls. Right. So I saw her, I was like, hey, right. you know me, bro. I'm right. just like, you, I was like, loud. yeah, I'm loud, yeah. loud, loud. Like today, we were yeah. kind of loud. I said, like, hey, girl, it's too cold out here to have your jacket open. She's like, hey, hey, hey. 
<laughs> and I just started talking to her. Started talking to her, man. And we dated, man, off and on for like nine months, man. And we yeah. broke up for like two years. But man, don't you know out of those two years, bro, I called her every every month for two years, bro. Wow. And we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. We were just friends. Right. I kept the lines of communication. What was it, though, I, I bro? I didn't like, know what? she was going to be my wife, but bro, I knew she was special. I so knew you she kept was, calling her? I kept calling her. I kept the lines of communication open. I was like, man, wow. I'm not. Wow. I said, I don't, I don't. You saw something. I said, bro, I saw something. Yeah, yeah. And I saw that she was special. Yeah. I saw that she was different. But, man, I wasn't ready for her. Yeah, yeah. So, man, Come on, God, say it. I wasn't ready for her, man. You weren't ready for her. I wasn't ready for her. You, see, and, and that, that right there is a good thing, man. Even if it's a young couple, you out there right now, and you're looking someday to be married, right? Get engaged, be married or whatever. You, you have to ensure that you're going to take your best self into a relationship. Right. And I think sometimes today that doesn't happen. Right. You know, we, we rush, you know, this and that, and, you know, our eyes get us, you know, but we're not preparing ourselves. And that's why we need to wait to have sex come on man can we say that on bro for real wait to have sex you know hold out man no premarital sex and all that kind of stuff and we need to explain that too because i'm telling you i'm in a high school man and we ain't gonna get on that whole subject but kids are like out there man it's not it's not cool to practice abstinence right right? and wait till you get married you know what i'm saying you save yourself a lot of heartache and pain yeah so real quick man if, if, if simone watches this what, what would you say to her right now? Man? If you, let's say that, man, I, this would be the Lord's going to take me home, you know, and I got to say something wow. to Simone. What would you say? What would you say? I'll put you on the spot. I know. Whew. I would say, Simone, you came in my life at the greatest time that I ever could have imagined. I wouldn't be nowhere even close to where I am in my life had God not brought you into my life. Even if I almost missed out when you were talking about moving to Atlanta and God woke, woke me up like, boy, you better not let this thing go. So I will live the rest of my life trying to make sure that you understand how much I love you, how grateful I am for you being my wife, how grateful I am for you being a mother, a woman of God, never giving up on your dreams, but never giving up on me. Even when, you know, you were able to see my nakedness, so to speak. Mm. But I'm just so grateful to God that that I can call you my good thing, my rib. And uh, I know I got the favor of the Lord because you're in my life. Come on, bro. Come on. I'm turning another corner now because you was about to go in. You was like, it's time to go home. You was about to get on that on that plane back. Now, so man, um, there's another thing that people don't know. I know, but a lot of people don't know about you because you, brother, you, I just call you Facebook famous because you, you, everywhere we go, you got to talk to everybody, man, because right. you just love people. But there's things that people that are sometimes may appear to be in your circle. I'm in that inner circle, so I know some things, right? And one thing I do know is that you and Simone uh, lost a child. We did. And, and and I bring this out, bro. No, that's good. Um, only because I I I, I know it's gonna bless somebody, right. you know, um, because you've carried it, yeah, so well, right? You like people would never know, right. right? And so, do you feel comfortable talking about that? Absolutely. Okay. So so when did it happen? What 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 occurred? So if I could 
give the abbreviated version. Okay. Um, Simone and I were believing God for a son. Mm -hmm. You know, we had already had a Beyonce had already been born as well as Gabrielle. And I remember coming home one night from service and I, people say, oh, we don't hear audible voices anymore. Well, I did. Right. And I heard the Lord say, you're going to have a son and you're going to name him Zachariah. And um, this was, I believe, in uh, 2004 or five, one of those times okay. or what have you. So Simone was pregnant with our son when we were stationed in Okinawa, Japan. Mm -hmm. And we had flown to San Antonio to close on our second home because we had purchased a home in Jacksonville, Florida, but also we were purchasing our second home in San Antonio. And that's another story because from the was, carport right. to second home. Come on. Bro, come on now. Come on, man. To two houses. <laughs> carport to two houses. You better preach, sir. <laughs> so we um we were there. Um, we closed on the house and we were heading, we were getting ready to head back. Had just had um, service at John Hagee's church, mm -hmm. New Year's service, bringing the new year in, yeah. closed on the house, got our first son on the way. You know, we were loving it. But as the new year began from 2007, going right into 2008, my wife started having some issues. So we thought it was heartburn because she had a lot of heartburn with our first two children. Right. And um, come to find out, man, her uterus ruptured um, and we were on our way back to Japan. And we were supposed to get on the plane to go from San Antonio, Texas to Seattle, from Seattle back to mainland Japan. Because you were stationed in Japan. Because I was stationed in Japan okay. at the time. Okay. Again, brought the house in right. faith right. that we were going to get orders to Japan. But again, that's another story. Orders to San Antonio? To San Antonio. Okay. So we got to California because mm -hmm. we got rerouted because we weren't able to get on the plane. So we got rerouted to um, Travis Air Force Base in California. Okay. And while we were there, my wife started having some issues, went to the ER. They, they said, hey, um, have you noticed any leaking and different things like that? Long story short, she um, had an eptopic pregnancy. My son was 16 weeks and he was growing. He never descended in, into her uterus. Mm, wow. So um, she had to end up having a blood transfusion she lost our son, and I'm, we're on vacation. It's supposed to be a happy time, right? Right. From a happy time to like a rough time. So now my wife is in the operating room under anesthesia. My son is gone, and she has to have a blood transfusion. We didn't know anyone there in California. No family, no friends, or any of that stuff, and we're there by ourselves. And... Um, she lost our son. His name was Zachariah James Collins. Mm. So, but like I say, a lot of people, they don't know that. So, bro, for people that may be watching that may have gone through similar situations, how do you get through it? How do you get through that? It goes back to why we're even here, bro. Your foundation. My foundation is what helped me. And mm -hmm. what was your foundation? Because some people might not understand what you're saying. My foundational Christ, mm -hmm. my mom, of course, mm -hmm. but living, growing up in here in Sarasota, mm -hmm. 
Sarasota gave me all this, all of the tools mm. to succeed in life. Everything, bro. See, what? What? See, when you say that, I get what you mean by that. Right. Can you explain? Like Sarasota gave you all because, especially this generation. Right. I don't. I always. I feel like this generation doesn't understand community. Okay. All right. So, I had the. Mr. George and Miss Scent that stayed across the mm -hmm, street mm -hmm. that would tell my mom on me when I brought some girls to this house. Right. Mr. Mr. George. Right. Right. I had Linda, Miss Linda Birch that lived down the street. Right. I had Cornbread, my best friend at the time, his dad that stayed down the street. I had Mr. and Mrs. Parker who who were living next door. Right. You know, I had the Humphreys that lived around the corner. Right. I had um, the um, the Joneses that lived across the street. You know, I had Marvin yeah. um, that lived across the So I had all these different people. Right, right. I had the Coach Howell, you know, Eddie Howell, Come you on. know, who, who was my coach since I was nine years old. Mm. I had Coach De um, Parisi that was in my life. I had um, uh, Walter Gilbert that was in my life. You know, I had all these different men and and women that was in my life that helped groom me Brother these people they was they was holding me accountable on, you know i had those people who would um, if I did something wrong, they they put the fear of God in me. Cause again, my mom, she was like, "Oh, I'm not playing." So a lot of the things I didn't do, bro, right. not because I was afraid of the police. I wasn't. I'm not. I wasn't worried about the police. On. One, I didn't want to embarrass my mother, bro. I didn't want to embarrass my mom mm -hmm. to have to come and get me down from downtown embarrassing right, her. Because, right. bro, again, like I said before, she's making all these sacrifices so I can do better. Come on, bro. You were appreciative. Yeah, I was in appreciative. In the community. See, the community held you accountable right. in, in, in such a way, bro, that without, as a kid, not even knowing, you all were doing life together. Yes. See, and even in the body of Christ right now, I feel like that's the struggle, bro. You know me. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm not going. It ain't. I'm not going to make it about me. But bro, we we have a problem just doing life together. Yes. We're supposed to do life together. That's what God expects of us. Yes. Not not to be an uh, almost like a, uh, somebody said it when we were we were out uh, a couple of days ago. Cancel culture. Come on. Right. Where I'll unfriend you. Right. right? It, the whole Facebook thing. Mm -hmm. If you say something I don't like or me and you don't see eye to eye, we don't agree on the same colors and all this little silly stuff. Right. I will unfriend you. Yes. Right. But God has said that's not what he wants for us. We didn't have that growing up. No. It was dude. we were all community. Right. Get over it. Right. Yeah, I will tell your mom, and I don't care how you feel about it, right? right? And then, look, mama ain't going out there telling me, don't talk to my kid like that. Don't just, nope. no, mama going to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Miss mm -mm. Sue said, mm -hmm. right? No, but mama, no, 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 no. no. Miss Sue no. said. No. Yeah, yeah. Because right? the community the cares gospel. for each other. Right. Come on, brother. Yeah, see, because, and in, in, in even, like you're talking about the friends. I had the fights with, with the Alfonso. I had the fights with the Gigi and all of these different, but bro, you know what happened after the fight was over? We were friends again. Friends again. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't unfriending you. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. Man, I remember fighting. Me and me, not, we weren't fighting that day. But Was y'all fighting in the carport? We, Did y'all fight in the carport? Go on and tell it. <laughs> right outside on the side in the little yard. Tell of the, the truth, shun the devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, Cedric, and Alfonso Birch, uh -huh. man. Wow. I remember, bro. I was kind of cock diesel back then, you know. I was, cause again, I had, I had to do something with the big old head. I had to, yeah. I had to overcompensate for something with my strength. Come on right. now, but no, man. But we had fun, bro. Mm -hmm. So yeah, man. It, it, it was so different, man. Yeah, bro. You know, I remember, 
um, Miss Ferguson, for example, she still live around the corner. Miss Ferguson welcoming me, welcoming me into her home, cause Debbie, Debbie was my female friend. Not no, no mess around with Debbie right. was like my sister. Mm -hmm. And the mom trusted you. The mom trusted me. Yeah. So I can go over there right now. We can finish, close, and stop this interview. Go ring on the doorbell, Willie, Willie, right. because she understood. Right. But those type of people were yeah. speaking into my life, bro. Yeah. Gloria Livingston. Yeah. She stayed across the street. Bro, it helps me, man, because um, I'm your brother, man, and yeah. I understand now more than ever why you're the way you are when it comes to family and friendships. Because we always had this discussion about, man, you got all these friends, but I don't have a lot of friends. Like, because friend to me is a that that's a. That's a real word. That's a serious word to me. Right. right? I don't throw that word around. Right. And all these years, I'm like, man, Willie, everybody is like, but I get it, bro. I get it. Now, um, I want to turn this corner, man, because you're a pastor. Okay. Right? You're a pastor. So this thought came to me as you were talking that just asked you, being a pastor and being through all that you've been through in life, right, can you kind of like speak to the steps of the righteous man are ordered by God? That's what I kept hearing as you were talking. Right. You're a pastor. You've been through all this different stuff, man. I'm sitting in the what used to be the carport. Right. Now I've been to your home, right? right? I, I I've been to your church in San Antonio. I met, you know, some of your other friends, and right. you know, I see your kids and right. your wife, and I, I've been in these different uh, these different episodes, so to speak, of, of your life, right? Right. right? So can you kind of speak to the people about the steps of the righteous man are ordered by God? Well. First of all, it's not easy. Mm. So I'll, I'll say that. Um, long ago, my mom, and again, I have to go back to my mom. She would take me to like the tent revivals, right? Like the mm. Robert mm. Tilton, mm. the Leroy Jenkins, and you know, the, <laughs> all those different things. And man, my mom would bring me to the front. And all the different men would prophesy the same thing. And they would say, man, this boy right here is special. God is going to use him to preach the gospel all around the world. When you was a boy. And I was a little boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Growing up, dealing with all the struggles. My dad not there in my life. I'm wondering, trying to figure out who I am. But these different men, God already had placed it in some perfect stranger that I didn't know. Right. But enough to hear the voice of God and say, he's going to be a pastor. He's going to preach the gospel all around the world. But man, everybody didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were some people that didn't see pastor in my life. Mm. But I had to go back to what I said before. Greater is in me than he who's in the world. Right. And we have to be careful not to affirm something that God didn't say, right? Right. But we had to be confident of having a personal vertical relationship yep, yep. as we've talked about laser focus yep. on that yep. personal relationship with God to know if no one else confirms Come it, on. God confirms it. All that it. matters is what he said That's about right. me. That's the only thing that matters. What is he saying about me? Right. What is his plan for me? That's right. Come on, brother. So my stuff's being ordered by the Lord, bro. I had to stay focused on what God said. Yeah. So even in the midst of if I could say it like this, the hoeing, right? If I can um, uh, say it like the fact of the loneliness, the disappointment, the insecurities, all the different things that the challenges that I dealt, I had to stay focused. What did you say, God? Yeah. 
So when I stepped out, yeah. I stepped out, bro. I didn't have a Bible study with a whole bunch of people. And right. okay, now we, we're able to move. Right. And I right. just say, okay, Lord, this is the date. You said, yeah. okay, we're going to just start. Yep. I got two more questions. I know we got to end. Look at this. So this came to my mind. I want to ask you too, because this is, I'm just, this is not scripted, right? right. Of course not. Isaiah. <laughs> Look at you, boy. Isaiah. Wow. Isaiah. Man, come on. Because you, you posted a Facebook picture. I loved it, bro. <laughs> you and Isaiah was at a football game. Yeah, we were at the. We and just... I talked to my nephew, man. And he was excited. Y'all got the, 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 top, the top dropped on the yep, vehicle and all yep, that. Yep. So, Isaiah, man. Oh, my God, man. First of all, before I talk about Isaiah, Beyonce, Gab, yep, you guys. Yeah, nothing, take another friend. Nothing. Gab, you know I love you, girl. And Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce, Simone, Collins, Gabrielle, Ariana, Collins, baby, I love y'all. Isaiah, man. My that's son, your boy, man. That's my boy, dude. Yeah. He's going to carry on my name, dude. He's he has a lot of weight, man. His his shoulders are a little bit heavy. He can, bro, he can kick. That brother called you how many times since we've been here? He's called me quite a few I'm times. I'm like, that's Isaiah man. again. Yeah, man. We went. It's Isaiah just turned ten, man. And um, Isaiah loves what his daddy loves. So I love the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My son loves the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> On, they could be 0 and 17. My baby's still gonna root for him. Yeah. But that lets me know that I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. I'm not steering him in the wrong way, but he respects what yeah, his father bro. respects. That dude was calling you. I said, look at this. This boy done called like 15 times today. Yeah, yeah he wanna know, Daddy, where you at? And I wanted him to know who he is, man. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, I didn't know. I had to just rely on what was told to me and also. As much as I understood what the yeah. Bible said about who bro, I was. Bro, I watch you with the kids, man. <laughs> you're a great father, bro. I, I've told you that before, but brother, you're a great father, I man. Give God the glory, Sometimes man. we need to hear that. Let me say it again. I, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that, bro. You're a great father, bro. I, I watch <laughs> you. I'm like, look at, look at Collins, man. Look at him. I got one more question, man, because I know we got to end. You know, the producer, he started trying to, you know, get too far, you know, this and that. Yeah. They don't know. He behind the camera. You know, he get, you know how he get. You know, let me help you. My boy, SP. My yeah, boy, SP. Yeah, <laughs> SP. SP Productions, SP baby. Production. Yeah, you know how he get. But, bro, so right now, um, COVID-19, 2020, okay. coming to an end, bro, as a pastor, what, what would you say to the church globally? What would you say, in, in, what, what, what's, what's, what's coming? What do we need to be doing? What do we need to think about? Mm, that's a big question right yeah. there. I would say, like? man, we need each other more now than we ever have. Come on, no division. None, man. Put away the the hook and crook type stuff, mm. big eyes and little U's. I remember if I can quote him, Bishop Von McLaughlin, he talked about, he preached a message in the mid-2000s about the little dogs coming up on the porch. Mm. And I, when I think about that now, at the end of COVID-19, right, you know, rather if it's over now or if it's a part of our lives, whatever the case may be, we have an even playing field as the body of Christ. Ooh. 
So if God said there's no respect of a person, he's evening the playing field, which mm. it always should have been even anyway, because I need a Sean Parker, right? I need a Matt Parker. I need Love a some Matt, bro. Tuck. Come on. Oh, come on, man. I need a Tracy Jackson. Mm -hmm. You know, I need these different men and women of God that may not have done it like me or whatever. Right. right. But I need their gifts because we're stronger together. Because, yeah. man, when God comes back, he ain't saying I'm coming back for the Pentecostal church, not coming back for the black church, the Hispanic church, the white church. Right. Right. I'm coming right. back to the church right. without spot or wrinkle. Right. And if God called me to something and he didn't call you to that thing. Do what you're supposed to be That's doing. Right. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I had to throw that in there. Yeah. Because, brother, it, it, we pastor churches, bro, and um, we know exactly what God told us to do in this time. And right. that's what we're doing, you know. And it's been, it's, it's lovely, bro. Yeah, man. Stepping on faith. Today, man, I, I, can I say this real quick, bro? You can say it. I, I love the way, man, you was like, bro, I got to take this stuff. You brought that oh, suitcase. Man. You said, I got to take this stuff. I was so blessed today, man, when we met the homeless couple i couldn't talk bro right. i was trying not to get choked up and cry but the faith i saw in them remember that today yes. the faith that they had bro they didn't have anything the husband said i lost my job we got laid off right. because of everything that's going on this and that right. he said but man we, we christians and the wife was like we know god is going to make a way brother you had look at this you you know this was god bro you had the shoes Size 12 yep. in the in the suitcase yes. with a jacket. The jacket. man said it's cold outside here in Sarasota right now. I don't have a jacket. I just need a jacket. You said, bro, we just gave it one dude too. Trey, go back and ask the dude. Can we get the coat? He said, yeah, sure. Gave him the coat. He's I need some shoes, man. Y'all got any way. Look at this, bro. He needed a coat and shoes. Yeah. We had exact God made sure we had exactly what he needed. Exactly what he needed. And the man was crying. Yes. Mississippi. He was from Mississippi. From God. And see, man, one of the things that I love the most is when we think about ministry, bro, we stepped out, right? Yeah. Had we not stepped out, yeah, I, you know, in my little sanctified mind, I think, okay, God would have taken care of it anyway. Right, right. But I love the fact, like you said, I brought a full suitcase. Full suitcase. And be honest, bro, normally we just bring a bunch of Bibles. That's right. But you, you said, no, bro, I got to take this suitcase. Full Full of clothes. And the, and the guy to, saying, yep. we can't get into the Salvation Army. Right. Man, crying. Man, me and my, bro, all we, all we, I just need some shoes. I need a jacket. And look, man, I can work. I'm just waiting for, to see if these people over here just give me a job doing anything. Right. You said, said, what kind of work you do? He said, man, I could fly a plane. I just can't land it. <laughs> you remember that? I said, this brother just want to work. Yeah, he just want to work. Is this is what it's about, bro. Yes. Going out, giving people opportunities, man. And we sat there and prayed together with yes. them. And th to hear their faith, bro. Like, no, man, we going to be okay. Cause God ain't forgotten the one, the wife was preaching. Yes. They don't have a house. That's right. So come on. No food. No food. But God what? sent God sent him from Texas, me from Texas, you from Arizona to help meet their needs. A size twelve. Yes. Bro. Yes. See, this is this is what is, brother. I'm telling you, man. I was so blessed today, but bro, I'm so glad I got the chance to do this interview. I learned more about you today because when I saw that little room back there, <laughs> I was like, Collins, you slept in this room. That was my room, Pastor man. Collins. That was my room, right? bro. So the thing about it is, people see what what's going on with us now, right? Mm -hmm. They see us. Without, I'm not gonna put what kind of cars and stuff we drive, but they see what kind of cars we drive. It ain't even about all that. 
Right. right. They see what kind of houses and stuff we live in. We dress nice, different things. Oh, man, you, you bros for real. You know, no, no matter where you go, you know, where are you going to be next week? Where are you going to be? Okay, but y'all don't it's understand. It's ministry. It's ministry. Right. It ain't as easy as, it's, you know, you This think. is not easy. Right, right, bro. Come on, man. Like, we preaching this Saturday. Yes. We got, we, at a church this Saturday, we'll be preaching the word of God, man. And this is funny. Together. That's right. God sent them out two by two, right? He sent them in, in twos, right? Yes. The disciples out, man, uh, uh, sheep amongst wolves. That's right. And me and my brother, we're going to be doing ministry together on Saturday, preaching the gospel, man. It's going to be so amazing. But, bro, um, thanks for doing this, man. Oh, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you for having the vision to say, let's go to Sarasota. Man. I want to see. I want to see it. I People need to see, see it, it right? But it, it helped me, bro. Yeah. I just want to tell you that, man. Um, it helped me. I know, man. I saw you all day today. Oh, God. This thing helped yeah. me so much. Yeah. yeah. I love Sarasota, man. I love you guys. I don't care where I go around the world, the different people I meet. Um, I love you guys. That's good. You know? Um, and I want to do this, man. If, if, if I could take just a couple mm -hmm. minutes. Yeah. Um, and if I forget your name and I don't mention you, please don't be mad. But I want to just say a few names, man. Marvin Jones, Moshe, Sabria Fields, Debbie Ferguson, Taryn Rose, Alfonso Birch. Manny Camacho, I told you yeah, about Manny, Manny. Camacho. <laughs> and I met my boy John. John, yep. You know my boy John. Yep. He's my friend now. John, John you Bowling. my friend now too. John Bowling, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Billy Kamaka, Lori O'Brien, which is Lori Rita now. Um, uh, Adrian Morris, um, Keisha Matthews, of course, you know. Mookie. Mookie, Mookie Buchanan. Um, Big Nate, we used to call him Big Nate. Big Nate. Yep. Um, let me see. George Johnson, Walter Randall, Reggie Randall, um, man, Jerome Lumpkin. Oh, man. Oh, God. Just so many people. Carol. Oh, man, bro. Cedric Jenkins, man. You know, rest in peace, bro. Um, Robbie Jenkins, Robin Hodrick, George Hodrick. Katrina Brown, Tracy Washington, oh man, um, Kathy and um, uh, Patty Davis, um, let me see, just all the different friends, bro, that mean so much to me, man, <laughs> Wendy Jensen, uh, Wendy Jones, rest in peace, Wendy, oh man, Jeff Tungstall, Larry Kennedy, uh, Emmanuel Standard for AKA Charlie Boy. Uh, man, um, it's just Devon Guidry. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Eddie Howell, uh, Jennifer Thatcher. Oh, man. It's just so many people, yeah. bro. Yeah. I could, if I really just sat here and thought about it. Um, Carla, oh man, it's just so, so many, many people. bro. That's, that's Sarasota, good. bro. That's good, bro. Mrs. Rozier, um, it's just, 
These people, bro, helped mm. a part of the foundation. Mm. And um, Theotis Myrick. <laughs> mm. Theotis, me and Theotis, we, we went through puberty together. He'll probably laugh about this when he <laughs> see this thing. Yeah. Um, but it's just so many people. Yeah. I'm so grateful to you guys, all the coaches, all the teachers, all my friends, you guys, Sarasota, you are part of the foundation, and I'm grateful. Thanks, bro, for doing this, man. Thanks for letting us do it, brother. Man, you know I love you, bro. You know that. I love you too, man. Bro. I love you, bro. You've been there for me, bro. We we ain't gonna get into that. But look at this. Uh, in ending, I just want to say this. Um, the Bible says that men will know that you are my disciples by the love that you show one to another. Church, we gotta love each other. All I heard you saying, man, you named off all those names, bro. You, it just keeps resounding relationship. Yeah. In this day and time, man, what we need is genuine relationships. The church needs to be in fellowship, in true godly relationship, man. Yeah. That's what's going to please our father. And that's when the world's going to know that Jesus was sent. What is it? John 17. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But this is another episode of Bros for Real. And we've been doing this whole kind of serious since we've been here in Sarasota. Ordinary people are doing supernatural things. And brother, man, <laughs> I don't even want to call you even ordinary, man, because I know how great you are, brother. Oh, I love Glory you, man. God. And me and Pastor Willie both love you guys. Love, love. Thank you, guys. <laughs>